You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast. Now, I want to give a huge shout out to all of the cool kids who are tuned in and plugged in to the Cool Kid Club via the Pros and Praise Pages newsletter. Now, Power and Pros has a newsletter. If you haven't heard about it, it's called the Pros and Praise Pages. And you guessed it, it's all about pros and praise. And so I put in different writing prompts that can inspire us to have some journaling time, some quiet time, and kind of guide us through those moments. Sometimes we need something to gear us up to help us start because a blank page can be intimidating sometimes. And so I share different prompts. I also share different praise moments, moments of gratitude that I'm having. And I remind us that we all should should have moments of gratitude and it's just a moment for you to pause each and every or every other Wednesday and see what can you express gratitude for in that very moment. I think it's a great place for us to kind of zoom out from our problems and to zero in to God. I also typically share a Bible plan roundup every month. I'll kind of share a few plans that I liked that I feel like could inspire the cool kid community. And each and every newsletter, there is a mini Devo. I put one scripture and just a few thoughts that can help you power through the remainder of your week. And all those that are signed up for the newsletter know that this past week, we had our prayer call and Devo time together. So from Monday through Friday, we had a prayer call every morning via Zoom. And a few of us will hop on. Um, If you had a prayer request, you'll pop it in the chat. And I would just pray with all the cool kids. And then we also read a Devos together via the Bible app. So that was just really nice. There's a comment section when you do a plan as a group. And so it was nice to see after we read something, how we were interpreting it in a different way, what people needed in this season that were similar, what we needed or were gravitating towards that were different and just a way to inspire each other. And then I have been sharing with y'all that I have not been waking up at my six o'clock. And so last week got me started. I woke up and was joining a prayer call with a church that I watch out of South Carolina called Forward City. They have a prayer call every morning at 6 a.m., even on the weekends. And so I started joining that again on Monday last week. And then I would join with the cool kids for our prayer call via Power and Pros at 7 a.m. And so it was just really, really nice to get me back into the swing of having that quiet time with God. And I actually posted a video on our Instagram page of what that looks like, how I prepare for my quiet time in the morning. So if you haven't seen that, be sure to check it out. If you want to know more on how you could plug into the things that we're doing off of the podcast, off of social media and creating that quiet time and you need to do that or you desire to do it with other people be sure that you click the link in the show notes to subscribe to the pros and praise pages newsletter that's how you can keep up with all things going on in power and pros now this week on power and pros the IG page, I've been sharing a few consistency series videos with just tips and tricks on how we can invite more consistency into our lives. I want to use our time together in this conversation to dive in a bit deeper and really chat about what prevents us from being consistent. What are the benefits to being consistent and how can we remain consistent? When we hear consistency, there are a couple things already that are probably floating into your mind. And I want us to dive deep 
into that? What are those things that pop up for us when somebody even says the word consistency? And what is your relationship with that affiliation? And how can we form a better relationship with the definition of consistency? So that way we actually walk it out. So that's what we're going to get into this episode. But first, as always, we'll get into the pros prompt of the week. All right, I want you guys to write at the top of your sheet this week, what does consistency mean to me? Each week, I share a pros prompt, and this prompt is to invite us to sit still, to center ourselves, to invite God into this space, to allow the Holy Spirit to guide you, and just to check in with you, right? This is a cool kid check-in. It's just a moment for you to center yourself and to allow your mind, your body, to catch up to each other. A lot of times our mind is racing a mile a minute and we can't keep up. And when we don't allow space for our mind and our bodies to join together, it can create anxiety, it can create this unneeded pressure, and it can unfortunately create a distance from God, right? Because we're not providing that space for him to meet us. And so that is just a brief reminder of what these pros prompts are for. They're a space of gratitude and a space for us to be still. So this week, We're going to be still and meditate on what does consistency mean to me. My therapist has shared a powerful thought with me that I want y'all to hold, which is before you can change the behavior, you must understand it, right? I am a fixer. I like to fix some things. I like to fix myself, okay, which is why I started therapy in the first place. I was like, I'm going to get in here. I'm going to get myself together, and then I'm going to be good. I'm going to be walking and talking and feeling good and fine, and I ain't going to have no problems no more. That's not exactly how therapy is going. However, I am adapting and adopting some new mindsets, and one of those things that I'm working through is understanding that before I can change the behavior, before I go into fix-it mode, I... It would do me good to understand why the behavior is happening. And so when we think about consistency, why we're consistent, why we aren't consistent, one, we need to understand what does that mean? What does consistency mean to me? And maybe you could break it down by the area of life, um, different areas of your life, different buckets. We talked about different gardens of our life a few episodes back. I'm sorry, we all have one garden of our life with a different fruit in our garden that pops up. And so maybe there's a certain fruit that continues to pop up because you're consistent in that area where another bush that you may have in the garden of your life is lacking a little bit. You got some shrubs, you know what I'm saying? And so being able to write out what consistency means to you, you start to now understand, okay, well, if that means this, that's why my behavior might be this in that way. In the past, I've judged myself for not being as consistent as I felt I needed to be. And when I understand my work and definition of the word or the concept, then we can begin to unwrap all the ways we positively or negatively associate with consistency. So that is the pros prompt for this week. Let's get into the episode. Associate consistency with something major. I'm either having a lot of wins or I feel like I'm taking too many L's. Like that is usually how it swings for me. And if you listened to last week's episode, how to activate your right to brag, I mentioned three steps that we can take to activate that. And that could be a consistent thing 
thing that we do, right? The first thing, know the previous state. So when you're trying to be consistent or when you're trying to do anything, it can behoove us to understand the previous way that things were. You have an understanding of what that is. You can clearly mark out a path on what you want to remain the same versus what needs to change. You can see who was there for you in the trenches and who wasn't. Once you know what the previous state was before what you're hoping for to come, what's the previous state? The second thing, identify the change maker. In most cases, the change maker is going to lead you to Jesus. Like that's what the change maker is. He's going to come in, he's going to wreck some stuff and then everything is going to be better. The change maker could be you. It could be you using your voice, you professing that power. It could be you waking up in the morning, going to the gym, making your smoothies, eating healthier. It could be the fact that you started to call a friend, talk to your mom, your family about what you're going through and being open in that way allowed for you to have a different capacity on how you carry the burden because you finally allowed yourself to share it. Identifying the change maker is really identifying what is the behavior that's happening that's different from the previous state, but you won't notice it if you don't know what that previous state was. So one, identify the previous state. Two, identify the change maker. The third thing that we can do to activate our right to brag was victory anchored in meaning. A lot of us are walking around and we feel good that we got some wins, but because we don't know the meaning, because it doesn't ladder back up to purpose, because we're cloud chasing, we can't be consistent in that because we're not really understanding and laddering it back up to something that is in us. Our purpose, our nature, what we're created to do, my unique thing and your unique thing that's tailored to us, that's something that we can continuously tap into and won't even notice it half the time because it's just a part of us, right? But it's something that we can continuously go back to. And it makes the victory that much sweeter when you have a W, when you have a win and you know where that win came from because you identified the change maker. You know what was going on in the past for you because you knew the previous state and you know that God didn't came through. That victory has a bit of a different meaning attached to it. And so when you brag, it's not out of arrogance. It's not out of your own strength. But you can accurately attribute your victory to someone who's greater than you. And because you're actively and accurately pulling God into that situation, into that win, you can continuously pull him in and build a consistent rhythm with him so that way you consistently getting victories even when you feel like you're getting an L it's a win right and so I just wanted us to do a brief recap on how to activate our right to brag because when we do that consistently it's just innumerable how we can show up so as we keep this in mind let's rework my definition of consistency so my definition was either I'm either winning a lot or I'm losing a lot like there's no in between and the previous state with that definition for me is that I let fear stop me from following my passion, God, sometimes, and my purpose. Like, because it silenced me. That definition of consistency is scary. Because I'm either going to get a W today, or I'm going to fail. It caused envy, because I'm just seeing... If somebody ain't losing to me, they're winning because of my working definition with consistency. And it made me feel small and insecure. That was the previous state. I let fear stop me 
I was envious of other people. I used to be real quiet, honey. I wouldn't want to say anything because as soon as I open my mouth, you're going to know where I'm at. Because in my mind, I done lost already. So I don't even want to let you know what I'm going through. I don't want to let you know that I don't feel good about myself right now. So I'm not going to share anything. And what that did, that previous state of living and being, that definition that I held onto that I didn't even try to work through, there was no way I could see my purpose in that. There was no way that I can consistently walk from a place of victory. There was no way that I saw meaning in a lot of things. And it was all because I was consistently deciding that I had to win a certain way or I lost before I even started. And so the change maker that I had to identify, get jiggy with, get down for was trusting in Jesus, which is, let me tell you something, it's very hard to do. Like, I'm not trying to make it seem like this change maker is something you can just do today. It is, but it's going to take a little, little elbow grease, a little work. And when I think about it and when I walk out versus like Proverbs 29, 25, which is just one that really grabbed me at the end of 2021 and I have been holding on to, it reads, fear of human opinion disables, trusting in God protects from that. Listen, when I felt called to begin this show, this podcast, I was terrified. And what did I do? I went on a fast I created more time to hear from God over what I heard in the world, to hear from God over my insecurities, to hear from God over the fact that I was stutter stepping, okay? And I was going heavy. Listen, though, when I was about to start the show, that was the most, I think, in my life that I was listening to podcasts at the time. I was really quiet, like I said, at work, especially. I did not talk nearly as much as I do now. And so because of that, I, it was, I don't know what's, what's I, what I say is kind of lonely. Maybe it was lonely, but just in general, um, podcast made me feel like I was having a conversation. I felt like I was heard. They were saying things that I wanted to say. And so I listened to podcasts all day, all the time. But because of that, and then me getting the call to start to share my voice and what I wanted to say with my community, I started to judge and compare that envy, the previous state, that envy started to creep in. And so for me to not repeat that and be consistent in that pattern that I had set up for myself, comparing and judging the silence, feeling small, feeling insecure, not wanting to walk in my purpose, not wanting to talk to God because I know he's going to call me to do something bigger. I had to create space, which again, we got back to the prose prompt. I also started writing one of the most times that I have in my life was when I was preparing for this show. I had to create space. I had to slow my brain down and I did a fast. I was listening to Christian music only. I didn't drink for like five months um, and it was the summertime. It was super hard and yeah, I had to create just moments when I just could listen you know, where it's like, if I'm going to be silent, let's be silent and hear the right thing. Let's not be silent and just be feeding insecurities. Let's be silent and get some strength that we're going to need to do this. Let's be silent and get the empowerment that we need, the inspiration, the motivation, get the armor that you need. So that way you could slay the thing that's trying to take you out. That's what I had to do. And that was a change maker for me being able to embrace all the quirkiness that goes with me speaking out 
all of the times that I didn't say the wrong thing, all of the times where mugs and talk about my accent, you know what I'm saying? Just different things that I say, saying um too much, saying you know what I'm saying, all of those things. I just had to start to embrace it in that moment. And though there are times when I still don't get it right, and this is episode 86, okay, I can sit and be proud. I can sit and have more confidence today than I ever would have before I started because I know what the change maker was. And I can go back to that change maker whenever I need to. I did it fast last week, okay? And it's because that's a consistent thing that I can keep up. And it's a consistent thing that I can keep up because it's victory anchored in meaning. What's helping me now is knowing the meaning behind what I'm doing. When you reframe what victory means, you create a way to always have it. Like it's easier to have victory when you redefine what it means. So victory for me right now in this season is to continue to show up for myself. Some days I show up and I can give my all. You're getting any and everything, whatever I have to give, whatever's on my heart, whatever is on my mouth to say, um, whatever I just feel touched and blessed to, to give to somebody. If I feel an overwhelming sense of gratitude, grace, you're going to feel that at 100% capacity because that's what showing up looks like for me some days. Some days it takes my all just to show up at all, but I'm not giving up and that's what's key. That's what's victory right now. Showing up. No matter what that showing up looks like, some days it's showing up and venting to a friend. Because, hey, I'm on my last leg right now, but I showed up today. And other days, I'm spooning out all these ideas that I have. And I'm like, praise God. He done gave me all of these thoughts, all of these ideas. Praise God. I done got my um tax refund. I got a little money in the bank. Praise God. X, Y, Z. Like, it's, some days... It's a little, it's a little fluctuating, you know? However, I'm consistently showing up. And when I look back at the previous state, that wasn't always the case. I, I would have been through in the town, okay? Been doing this show for two and a half years. And your girl is not raking in checks, okay? That's just not a thing for me. However, my definition of victory has changed and while I have aspirations I have goals I have things that I hope become fruit off of what I am planting in the seeds of this platform I can show up now before I see anything like what I have in my head because victory the meaning is different it's changed and so in the most recent weeks when I feel like my consistency is being challenged I've been coming back to a few things. And these are some things that I think all of us can come back to when we're feeling like, all right, I was consistent last week. Something's going on this week that we can just go back to identify, surrender to God, and it'll help us to get back on track. Number one, debunking false narratives. A lot of times when we are not on the right track we don't feel motivated to do the right thing when we already know what the change maker is and yet we don't want to invite that thing again typically the change maker when you look back and you really study it is jesus is god and so when we don't want to invite the very one in that we know could change everything for us there's a false narrative that's being spun in our minds maybe it won't happen this time I've taken it too far. 
I'm not worthy of what I'm asking for. What I'm saying, what I'm doing, it doesn't matter. It won't have impact. So-and-so is doing it better. Their platform is bigger. I don't have the range. We say all of these different things. And we hold on to them. And as we hold on to them, what we don't realize is we're still being consistent. It's just not in a form that flatters what we're trying to do. It doesn't highlight the power that we have. And so what we have to do is debunk those false narratives. One way, and I've shared it before, is being able to find scriptures that directly oppose the negative thing that is taking up space in your mind. That could work. Another thing that I like to do, I'm going to be real, sometimes I don't like to do it, but I actually did it this morning, is putting on that worship, y'all, put it on. Those songs be saying things that you don't even trip off of until I start singing with the song and then I realize that I'm ministering to myself. I'm going against the very thing. That negative feeling I had when I woke up that morning, this morning, okay? Once I let that, them lyrics start to liver size, <laughs> my spirit changes, my posture changes because I'm realizing that the script that I was telling myself before I started praising and the script that I have to give God once I do, they don't align anymore. And so you have to end up picking one. And when you pick one, more often than not, you're on the right side. You're on the side that you need. You have victory. You understand the meaning and the false narratives start to fade away. The next thing that I've been doing is building the muscle and the muscle that I've been building, which is hurting me whoo it's hurting you girl it's killing me is the muscle of surrender there are some things that i want and i've been talking to y'all about i've been very open and honest about what i want there's some things that i want that i still don't have like i don't have it yet and it is frustrating some days it's infuriating some days it's just downright disappointing right and i i can tell y'all last tuesday and we were doing prayer call and everything I wrote out, I opened my journal. I went to go write. I couldn't write anything. I just wrote one sentence. And I was like, you know what? I'm surrendering my disappointment about the situation to you right now. And that's all I said. Nothing else. No long drawn out prayer. No long drawn out praise. No long drawn out nothing. You know how I feel. And I'm just going to give it to you right now. I hope you change it. Thanks. That's that's all I could say. And so there are some days when building that muscle you're going to be praising down the walls and it's like, you know what? Have your way, Lord. Come in. Wreck my life. Make me a vessel. I want to be tried by fire. Like, you're going to be saying all, all of that Holy Ghost filled stuff, right? There are going to be some other days when you're like, look, I guess if this is how you want to do it, I would have did it different, but this is how you want to do it. And that is cool. Let me tell y'all, that's cool. Okay, you want to be real open and honest with God. If you can't do it with nobody else, you literally can do it with God. And Jesus did it. Jesus was like, um, I really don't want to die on the cross, but if you're going to have me do it or whatever, cool. So building the muscle of surrender has been huge for me in the past few weeks. And like I said, some days it's a bit easier than other days, but it's something that we can do. 
to build that's consistency right when we consistency come when we consistently come back to god we consistently say have your way when we consistently ask him what do you want me to do in this moment how are you showing up what am i missing open my eyes to this thing thank you for blessing me with this Thank you and let me give you praise even though I'm not really liking how this is shaking out right now. Again, that's consistency, but it's in the right way. You're leaning towards the right direction. And the last thing that I've been trying to do is find the joy. Finding the joy even when I don't want to be in the situation that I'm in. And when I turn my eyes to that, to finding the joy, and please know I use the word find, not just sit in the joy because if you don't feel like you have it it's going to be hard to sit in it find is an active word it is a verb it's something that you have to put your foot to the ground to do it's going to take a concerted effort to go towards and again some days it's going to be easier to find the joy than others some days when i hear the birds chirping i'm like not these birds chirping outside my window and the other days i'm like Oh my gosh, I look at the birds, the sun is out, the weather's nice. Like I'm it's like girl, there was the same birds as I shot window yesterday. But now you it's cause I found the joy. We have to take time to find the joy. And when we do that, there are so many things that happen and it could be a part of your every day. But they make you feel good because you decided to seek and find. When you seek the Lord, He say you will find Him. So we have to find the joy. Joy is all around us. Joy is available to us each and every day, even with the muck and the mire of the things that we're going through, even with the the turbulence of the experience of being a human in this world, even with the turmoil that you may be feeling in your personal life. There is joy to be found. I promise you. We just have to tune our eyes, our hearts, our ears, our souls, our minds to find it. So I'm going to recap the things that we can do when we feel our consistency is being challenged that we can tap into to come back to the patterns that we need, the healthy habits that we need to continue to press toward the mark. Number one, debunking false narratives, the things that don't serve you. You got to trade those thoughts. What can you take up? What can you take hold of that will propel you where you're trying to go? Number two, building the muscle. Maybe it's surrender for you. Maybe it's the muscle of joy, the muscle of grace, the muscle of releasing envy, the muscle of just pushing forward when you don't feel like it, right? Building up that discipline, but building up the muscle, whatever that muscle is for you in this season, you want to stay in the gym, do those reps and build that muscle up. The third thing, find the joy. There's a lot of things that vie for our attention, that vie for our acceptance of, and we freely have the opportunity to take those things up or not. The things that are distractions are decisions that we have to let them distract us or deny. Some days we'll notice it. That's cool. But I want us to find the joy. Don't let the negative things boggle you down again easier said than done but i just want us to be conscious that we can find the joy in literally everything and one place that helps me to be reminded of that was habakkuk so habakkuk is a book in the bible it's only three chapters so it's not long um and i read the whole thing in one sitting last week and then i read again this morning 
And Habakkuk asked a lot, asked a lot of questions to God. Okay. Habakkuk asked a lot of questions and he was complaining, but he was being real about what's going on in his world, in his country and where God was or was not and how he wanted him to show up. But in the last chapter, he ends up giving God praise and he's saying, I'm going to find the joy no matter what's popping off right now, no matter what's not popping off right now, I'm going to tap in and plug in to you just being who you are. And so I invite us to do the same thing. And with that, the power tool for this week is to find the joy. Give God some praise. Be real with him in prayer and keep showing up. It is no small thing to decide to show up in this world. There are so many folk that tap out. And unfortunately, most of the time when we tap out, we're so close we are so close to the very thing that we are hoping for. I'm reminding myself, like, Des, you are so close to what you've been praying for, girl. Like, you almost there. So don't give up. Keep showing up. Keep being consistent. You showed up yesterday. It didn't go how you wanted. You're building a muscle. That's okay. Find the joy in the fact that you have dedicated to building the muscle. Remember what the past used to look like and how you don't want to be there anymore. Decide that you're going to keep pressing forward. Remember that God never leaves you. He's there in every trial that you have. And he is fighting for you. Everything is going to work out for your good. But you can't see the work out if you don't put the work in. So continue to show up and let's all challenge ourselves to be consistent. Hopefully this was something of value to y'all. I really, really, really love when I can pull you into where I am, child. Because like I said, everything is not always put together with a nice little bow. And we're all on this journey together. So that's kind of where I've been. And again, Habakkuk was just the place that um, really allowed me to tap into the fact that everybody got questions. Everybody has things that they think could be a bit better. Everybody has stuff that they would tweak. And even with all of that, we can still give God praise. And it's not crazy. You're not being dual-minded. It's just a part of the walk. And I needed a reminder of that this week. And so I always want to plug y'all in to where I am at, what I'm doing, what's giving me encouragement, in hopes that it encourages you as well and that we transform together because I don't want us to stay the same. So Hopefully that has been encouraging. If so, be sure to leave your girl a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also do so on Spotify. And be sure that you plug into the Pros and Praise pages newsletter to get all things Cool Kid related and to continue to grow and transform with our community. I love you guys. Remember to profess your power and there's power in pros. See you next week.